0: Hey, this is Chad Gurley, the Director of Connections and Communications here at Christ Church, and I'm here with our education associate, Brian Pinter, who is kind of in charge of all of our educational pursuits here, wouldn't you say?
1: I think so. That's a good way to put it.
0: Um, So today, we're going to just have a conversation, find out a little bit more about blessings, And it's funny, when I first got your note that we were going to talk about blessings, it reminds me of a Golden Girls episode where Sophia, um, her friend, says that her her friend dies. One of her friends died. And they said, well, it was a blessing in disguise. And Sophia says, I don't know why a blessing would wear disguises. If I was a blessing, I'd run around naked. (laughs) So that's one of my favorite lines. So anyway, so I guess we can start off just... What, is it, what does it mean to be a blessing? What does a blessing mean?
1: Well, I think your example from the Golden Girls is a good way to start because a blessing is something that should not be disguised, but should be expressed. It should be articulated. People should know that we are blessing them. I think this is one of the, the major tasks. Oh, so you mean that we bless. We bless. So not God bless. No, that we bless. Okay. Yeah, of course God blesses us. But we're, in turn, called to bless each other. And I think that we we see this. God blesses us. This is in in Scripture. It starts in the book of Genesis. God pronounces a blessing. It is good. God affirms it is good. And in the New Testament, that's how the story begins. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. I think as as we mature in our spirituality... And we go deeper into relationship with God. We need to learn the wisdom of what it means to bless more and curse less. To bless the way the way God blesses. So, let's, can we start with just the basics of how does
0: God bless us? What does that look like? You hear people say, I'm so blessed, you know, that I have prosperity or I, you know... I'm healthy, but then you think about the people who aren't healthy or not in prosperity. How? It's not that they're not blessed by God, right? I mean, what what does it mean by God blessing? I guess before we get to how we bless.
1: let's Maybe we could start with a definition about blessing that comes from a psychologist, Eric Erickson. And Erickson said, I just have this in my notes here, Erickson said that to bless one is is to gaze on another with appreciative consciousness. Hmm. And that that is our fundamental blessing from God, is that as the creatures created in God's image and likeness, we have a dignity about us that nothing can ever take away. No matter what happens to us, no matter what we do, God creates us with a fundamental dignity that is our original blessing that God gives to us. And we need we need to claim that, and we also need to let other people know, I think, that they're blessed, that they have this beautiful dignity that comes from God, and that no matter what happens, that's always there.
0: So it's a holistic, it's kind of a holistic blessing in the sense of just our utter being. It's not blessing with certain circumstances or certain um, things, is that what you're saying that's that's what i'm
1: saying this is more about the way we see the world and the way we see each other it's really to to be a blessing and to bless people is an invitation to see others and to respond to others the way jesus does i had a spiritual director who once told me he said say this prayer jesus make me feel the way you feel Hmm. and he said when jesus answers your prayer you're going to be really surprised And I think what he was saying is Jesus looks at the world and blesses it and sees its goodness and its fundamental beauty and sees that God the Creator blesses it and Jesus in turn blesses it. And that's what we're called to do as well. Well, what does that look like? Well, I think it needs to be expressed. Uh, It's a few things. We recognize the joy in life especially in people younger than us and we affirm that hmm. let me give you an example of what i think this looks like looks like when i was teaching high school it was in my i think it was my first year i had a colleague who she was she was also new we were young we were in our early 20s she was really popular with the students they, they, they really loved her she had a great connection with them and you could see she was going to be a great teacher It's very effective already one day she comes into the faculty room, and one of the, the old bulls, as I called them, one of these <laughs> people who had been at the school for a long time, and they were a little jaded and cynical now, when this young woman walks in, they said, "Oh, here comes our celebrity."
0: Mm.
1: And it wasn't said in an affirming way. Right. It, it, it was said in a cursing way. yeah. As in, who do you think you are? Or, I'm jealous that you get all this attention now. Yeah. Now, this is what the blessing person would have said. I can see that the students really like you. You have so many gifts and talents, and we're really lucky that you're here. I'm so happy for you, and I'm happy for us that we have you here now. That's a blessing. Yeah. That's a blessing. Another example if you see children playing outside, there's this beautiful, wonderful freedom about them. They're shrieking and running around, and they're totally free. They're just being their true self. They're, they're not self-conscious. They're not, there's no pretense, artifice, no mask. They're just being the, the selves that God created them to be. Now, the blessing person says, isn't this wonderful? That's just the sound of pure joy. And the cursing person says, oh, I wish they would shut up. That's so annoying. Right. That's a curse, but the former is a blessing. Right.
0: Why can't we just be like children our whole lives? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know? I, I, yeah. I mean, because that's, I mean, isn't that what God intended us to be? Do we just get trapped up in these social trappings that... Because children, in that aspect of just being themselves, not only... Are, not only could we say that's a blessing, but they are actually blessing us mm-hmm. through that because
1: they're just in this utter joy and um, and so themselves. And that's what Jesus is talking about in that, that gospel passage where he says, and I'm paraphrasing, to inherit the kingdom of God or to enter the kingdom of God, you must become like a child. Yeah. I don't think he's saying that you need to become uh, simplistic and um, not childish, but we have to recover that innocence. And when I say innocence, that joy for life and that totally embraceive heart uh, that, that really sees the world the way Jesus saw the world. Yeah. Just as, oh, isn't this amazing? And it's so beautiful. And uh, I'm so happy to be alive. That's what children are expressing that way. But see, I think what happens is, as we go through life, the wounds, the disappointments, the hurts that we undergo that forces us to leave that garden that children are in. And I mean, this is a natural part of our development. We have to go through this. But what happens is, if, if we're not able to do that work to transform our woundedness and our own pain into something that's life-giving, then we become cynical. And we we sink into this, I think, this um, it's almost like this depressed way of seeing the world. And we almost impose that subconsciously on other people. Other people. Yeah. Yeah. So it speaks to the importance. To be a blessing elder, to become that blessing grandparent figure, it requires some spiritual and emotional work that we all need to do. It's a journey to becoming this kind of person, I think.
0: Right. Because you can't just turn it on. And, you know, I think the older I get, I become, I find myself getting... I would say jaded, but I find myself little things start to annoy me, that they never annoyed me before. Mm-hmm. And I can quickly snap into that feeling of not wanting to bless but wanting to curse. Mm-hmm. You know, a lady stops in the subway, you know steps mid, mid going going down, stops in the middle, is looking at her phone. And I just wanted to be mean. I wanted to say something about that, but I didn't. And I went around her, but, I'm finding, like, the older I get, the more those kinds of things are really starting to kind of... And so, really, I'm trying to get back to that kind of innocence place where I can... Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I can bless people, maybe. Yeah, of, of course you can. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's, it's your true self to be a blessing. That's, that's your essence, what's inside of you. And this part of us that, that wants to curse or becomes impatient is, is our false self. That's our, that's our ego talking. I, I find you're not. Of course, you're not alone in that. We all go through that. That's just a part of the human condition. That that's the way that's the way our ego works. But I find when I'm feeling that way, I catch myself and I say, "Where is this coming from?" Mm. And then I say, "Brian, just just be patient. Mm-hmm. Just be compassionate, because that's been me, or it will be me, and the day is going to come, or it has already come, when people will need to be patient." with me yeah um so i try to try to to keep that in mind yeah i as i said i ask myself where is this coming from is this my true self or my false self because it's the true self that blesses because that's god in Mm. us that's the image of god in us and it's the false self this wounded ego that's impatient and everything else that's where the cursing comes from Mm. What
0: about how? What about what about the people that are, um, I don't know, jaded and bitter and or whatever, and, and they think that they don't even need to be blessed? How
1: do we do we? How can do we bless them? How can we bless them? Well, I think I think we do bless them, and we bless them by being compassionate and patient as, as much as is appropriate. I mean, we can't let people do destructive or harmful things. Um, I think that's one of the ways we bless them. Another way is also that we provide an example of a better way. Richard Roy likes to say that the best criticism of the bad is the practice of the better. Hmm. So we model a better way and hope that, that our role modeling somehow breaks through or inspires or in some way touches people. And they see that there is another way that I can be. I don't have to be this way. Hmm. You know. But ultimately, they have to come to that on their own. We can't impose that on anybody. It has to break through to their own heart. And when they're ready for that or life does that to them, then we're here to support. Hmm. And we're here to help people in their journey of transformation. But in the meantime, we bless them with compassion and patience and we, we model a better way. Mm. So last, last thought. What, um,
0: how do we start that journey towards being
1: blessers? Well, I think you named some of the things already. Step one on this journey is self-knowledge. And to ask ourselves, where in my life do I bless and where do I curse? And, and what do I need to change? Uh, and that's that's where we begin. And with that comes the intention to say, I want to be a blessing presence. This takes some, some maturity, and we have to look to other models of this. But I, I think it's those two things, examining our own conscience about this and saying yes to God's invitation to be a blessing And this isn't going to be easy. This is hard work because it means that we're dethroning ourselves. We're Mm -hmm. saying, my life is not about me, but Mm -hmm. I'm about life. We're being like the magi in Matthew's gospel. They bring their gifts to the feet of the Christ child. They place them there as a blessing, and then they leave. Mm. And they disappear from the story. We don't know what happens to them after that. And that's what the blessing person does. The blessing one says, it's not about me, but it's about... It's about the other. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am pouring my life. My blessing is for the other. And in an egocentric culture like ours, to say that the world doesn't revolve around me, that's an important... Oh, it's hard. That's an important first step. Yeah. That's an important first step. But that's, I think that's where this begins. And when we say yes to that, then God will meet us more than halfway and work with us in that, that journey of transformation into being a blessing heart.
0: Well, and you talk a lot about. I've heard you talk a lot about just healing the woundedness within, um, recognizing that, and, yes. and grieving, and and how that actually transforms you. Gives you know sets you on the path towards some of that too.
1: Yeah, that's an essential step: is doing our grief work, so that what we hold inside of us, the pain and the woundedness, is not transmitted to other people as our toxic, unresolved junk. Right. But rather even, this is, this is what the cross shows us, that the most terrible things can be transformed into something that's life giving. Hmm, What's seen as total death and a dead end can become resurrection. Yeah. And God does that, but we have to say yes to God's, to, to that work that God wants to do in us. Awesome. Any last thoughts you have? I would say this, God blesses us, and when we bless other people, we get to feel like God does. Hmm. And when we're petty and we curse people, we get to feel petty. Hmm. So let's be a blessing presence so we can be the people that God wants us to be, has made us to be. Awesome.
0: All right, till next time. Yes, thank you so much.
1: Bye.